Um, <laughs> so that was more just a, a gentle literary dig at you. Okay. I, it was a good. It was a good. You and my wife. But if I swear to God, if 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 I took anything you and my wife said seriously, I'd just shoot myself in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe you should take some of what we say seriously. Never. Never gonna happen. This is Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast. Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. So I think, and I'm probably not alone in this. Okay. I, well, no, let me, let me go back. I, yeah, fuck it. We all think we're George Bailey or want to be George Bailey because he's got friends and he had a wonderful life and, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. We had that conversation. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, the thing I like about George Bailey, and I don't want to, I'm going to sound like I'm tooting my own horn or that I'm this great person, but George Bailey sacrificed so much of himself for his friends and yeah. for other people he and that's nothing why he for was, himself right yeah and there are times when i feel that way like i'm not great with money you know like george right like george right. wasn't um and i like to think that i'm giving to my friends and i'll be there for my friends and sacrifice myself sometimes for my friends i've been accused of that by ex-girlfriends you know like so i think that of the Christmas character, Christmas movie characters that I'm probably most like George Bailey. I like to think. So that's who I think I am, but I'd like to be Buddy the Elf. No, wait. So wait a minute. So you think you are George Bailey, but you'd like to be. You're not answering the question. You just basically went... I think I'm this good thing and I think this is good. That's not the question. The question is who do you think you are and who you are who you are you actually? I mean Well then I be... think then I think I'm George Bailey and I probably am George Bailey. Oh Jesus. <laughs> you totally totally did I butcher dishonest. my own question? Yeah, I guess I did then. I butchered my own question. Yeah. Was that the question though? That was the question. It's the question I just asked, because that's the question right. we're talking about. Then Who yeah. are you for real? All right, so in your mind, you're George Bailey. Or who's the guy from Elf? Buddy the Elf. Okay. Or you're Betty. You, you, so who are you, like, stripping all of your own ego away from I think the question that I asked you. Who are you, you actually? We were, no, I don't give a shit what the well, question you we were you planning out the show. I think what we were, <laughs> what my question was, was who do you, who do you want to be and who are you actually? So I want to be Buddy the Elf. I want to be this fucking moron who's just happy about everything and there, you know, and is optimistic about everything and yay and everything is great and you know can chug, you know, gallons of of maple syrup and not have to worry about diabetes. Okay. And you know, obesity and things of that sort. I'd love to be that. I'd love to be that great with woodworking. You know, like you can make a a rocking horse out of out of a TV entertainment center. Okay. But I think I'm George Bailey. I think that I'm a. De- I feel like I'm a depressed, failed person who hasn't done the things he wants to do in life. <laughs> you know what, what it actually reminds me of? Uh, and this has been the common theme of this entire fall. By yeah. The way, 
my deep dive into Gordon Ramsay. God. <laughs> Been watching Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, and one of the things that I noticed that nobody gets right is it's like it, it, it's at one point in one of the seasons I'm watching, is he says I want you to go and pick a leader, just just a team leader for this dinner service, mm-hmm. right? And I'm watching, and everybody's like nominating themselves, and I'm thinking, you know how much easier this be is if you just made a rule for everybody, you can't nominate yourself, you have to nominate somebody else. How much easier that perspective would be. But nobody picks up, you know, I'm watching it. But that kills the show. Well, it makes it less interesting, that's for sure. So but why would, would they do that? But it would actually, script. But, you know? but it would actually work. You yeah. Know, that, that would actually work. And so maybe, let's revisit this. Because I find your answer to be... Not a good one. Disingenuously egotistical. So... Which is exactly what I was trying to avoid. Yes. So, you tell me who you think you are, and I'm going to tell you who you really are. And then I'll tell you who I would like to be, that kind of thing. Because when you say, this is who I think I am, really what you're saying is, this is who I want to be. Yeah. And then you can well, tell me who I okay. really am. I think I'm George Bailey. You think you're George Bailey. And not the George Bailey who wins at the end, mm-hmm. but the George Bailey who's struggling throughout. Okay. Or the George Bailey who's struggling in, like, the last two-thirds. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. That's who I think I am. That's who that's who you would like to be. That's who because you aspire to be. You see yourself in that vein. And I'm taking away the my impact on life effects. I'm, yes. Not all that. The whole okay. like you know my life. I'm worth more dead than alive. That kind of shit. That I okay. I serve no purpose. I make my life or my wife and my kids' lives miserable. Um. You know when Harry learns to play the piano, I'm going to yell at him, just so I could be more like George Bates. You know that kind of okay. shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think I am Clark. Griswold. (laughs) I think I am Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation in that I love the holiday so much and and, and in his own way Clark Griswold in his own way is like George Bailey in that all he wants to do is Mm -hmm. create a Christmas for everybody to remember. He wants it to be big prizes and everybody to be thrilled and he wants that family feel and it is destined to kind of step on his dick all the time. He forgot the saw, for fuck's sake. That's what I'm saying. And so, and then loses his shit at the end. Yeah. And I and I think I like to, uh, there's part of me that says, even in, in the, the less ego, that I'm probably, I'm probably Clark W. Griswold in Christmas Vacation. That's probably who I am. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what I'd like to see myself as, because mm-hmm. I find it funny. And I, and I really like that character. So yeah, I think that. So. I'm going to tell you who I think you are in real life, for real. Okay. Who you really are. You are Kevin Spacey in The Ref. God damn it. See, I was <laughs> I was going to say that who I might actually be is Dennis Leary in The Ref. Okay. In that, I don't have time for your bullshit. Uh-huh. Let's, we've got a thing to do. Let's get it fucking done. But you might be right. I'm... You're Kevin Spacey in the a ref. Bit of a and it's not. You just it's watched not to a T. Was that the first? Because you sent me a text the other day where where it was like I, I'm watching the ref. Yeah. Is that the first time you watched it? I think it might be. I thought that I'd seen it. Before. I think it's fucking wonderful. It's amazing. And you know what? You know what's so great about it is that it reminds me of the old, like 1940s films, in that it's just like a play. Yeah. Being filmed because it's it's really it's so well written. Yeah. And so fun and yeah. And yeah. it all takes place for the most part yeah. in a home. Like it's yeah. one scene or one set, right? Yeah, you know? it's one. Yeah, but yeah, Kevin Spacey's character in that is a real 
push over with his mom, and I don't have that. I don't have the mommy issue. No, you, issue. you don't have that. You don't have the mommy um, issue. But you no, know, it's like it's like you you're you're working, and you you've got a wife who's got her thing going on, and you kind of take it on the chin all the time yeah. until finally you fucking lose your shit and become the guy you used to be. Does he do that though? Yeah. That's the that's the story. There's, this, there's no real payoff. Like he and his wife. Are you kidding me? He and his wife they never they, they reconcile, do. but they don't they don't have that Hallmark movie. Well, that's what's so. But that's what's brilliant about the ref, and why I think it's more realistic than almost any okay. Christmas movie sure. ever is that there's no Hallmark movie. It is the kid's still a criminal. Yeah. Um, she's still completely weird and flaky. Yeah. All he did was kind of stand up for himself for the first time in in, in a long time to his mother. To that his was mother, the issue. they don't deal and to with... her and to his wife. I mean, it's like he stands up to everybody. He basically says, "Fuck you! I work all this time. I do all this stuff, and God damn it, let me be." Yeah, but he also is really disconnected because he's like, I don't want to talk about her affair. All right. I don't want to deal with that shit. You're not, well, I'm not saying your wife's having an affair. Well, no, but like he just, he just kind of like, I, all right, fuck all right. it. He, he you... really disconnects from everybody. He disconnects from his mother. Fuck it. I don't care anymore. All right. That's we'll fair. move. We'll, you know, whatever. Like, I we don't need her dig, money. You dug deeper than I, than I expected. All right. Well then let me just say that maybe I think maybe you're Zach Galligan from Kremlins. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Expand on that. I just threw it out there. I didn't okay, really yeah. think. I didn't really think because again, again, going back to like, who do I want to be? It's like who I in my mind, who I am is Clark W. Gibbs. Who do I want to be? John fucking McClane. Yeah, I want to be fucking John. You McC- save the I want to be Yippee Kaye, you motherfucker. That's who I want to be. Yeah, but I'm not that guy. I'd love to be that guy. Well, actually, I wouldn't love to be that guy because his fucking feet get cut up by glass yeah. and his shirt gets really dirty. He's dirty. That's what a about dirty shirt. Carl Winslow. Well, the what the hell's his name? The cop. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. played a cop. He played Carl Winslow in yeah, Family yeah, Matters. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. All right. It's like, like the like, same character. Because totally I never watched Family Matters, so I was like, what the fuck? Okay. It's like no. after the the Nashitag. What is the building? Powell. Where? It's Powell. That's the name of the cop. Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. God, I love that movie. It's a great. Yeah, but I don't remember yeah. the name of the cop. But like, wouldn't that be great that if like everything was tied in that after that night at the, the Nagataka Tower, whatever the hell it is, Nagatachi, whatever, Na- Nagasaki, Nagasaki, Nagasaki Tower. <laughs> after Nagasaki Tower blows sure. up, you know, yeah, yeah, that he's like, fuck L.A. I'm done with this place. I'm moving to Chicago. And I'm going to be and in then, Family Matters. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Family Matters. Yeah. And you can raise a family in Chicago. Yeah. That works. Anyway, so, <laughs> all right. So who am I actually? If I if I think I'm Clark W. Griswold and I want to be John McClane, I've got two answers. Oh, the first one is your James Con James Con character James Con's character <laughs> in Elf. from Elf, based only on your editing skills, on your copy editing skills. Oh yeah, because in the beginning of the movie, he's oh. like two pages are missing. Fuck it, kids don't read anyway. What does it matter? Like, the, sometimes the shit that I catch that you miss is the equivalent of that. All right, fair but enough. But you're not a grump, miserable fuck like he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so that was more just a, a gentle literary dig at you. Okay. I, it was a good. It was a good. You and my wife. But if I swear to God, if 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 I took anything you and my wife said seriously, I'd just shoot myself in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe you should take some of what we say seriously. Never. Never gonna happen. You could be Dennis Leary and the ref. I would love to because be you don't you don't fuck around oh God, enough with your character. bullshit. Yeah, I love that character. To that point, and sticking with your Clark W. Griswold, yes. you're Cousin Eddie. I am Cousin Eddie. Fuck it. You just... Shitter's forget full! The, forget the idiocy of Cousin Eddie and the yeah. annoyance of Cousin Eddie. Um, I don't think you'd come into somebody's house and break their, their wood, windmill thing. I might thing, break their the windmill. I might do that. <laughs> Which is just such a funny scene. It's, it's one of the best like, oh, Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. But the, when he goes and gets um, uh, the boss, yes. you're just like... Enough with this Enough shit. With we're going to solve this Clark problem needs, now. We're going to solve the yeah. problem, even if it's the worst thing, and I'm probably going to go to prison for it. Yes. Yeah. All right. I, that's... <laughs> and, you know, you do it from a good place. Yeah. It's from, and, and yeah. even Clark recognizes that yeah. he's stupid, but he's got a good heart. Yeah. And that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I was thinking about this question. <laughs> cousin, when, you, you, when he's going through the... the they're shopping and he's picking up the dog food and it just like gets bigger and bigger oh, and bigger. God. Three bags and then, of and, and, well, but, but my favorite part of it is that like Clark gets some some light bulbs and yeah. then Eddie just jams Funk. his fucking fifty pound thing on the on the, the dog food. Yeah. On Pick something up for yourself too. Clark. Yeah, that's yeah. Really- God damn it! I think that's just <laughs> just br- uh, you know that's that's it's just one of my favorite movies. The ref is, and the ref is my favorite Christmas movie. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Your favorite, because my favorite is without question the ref, followed by mm, maybe Bad Santa. I was okay, so I think that my favorite Christmas and movie, Christmas Vacation, yeah, yeah, is Bad Santa. God damn it, I love because that movie. I think Bad Santa, funny and irreverent yeah. and all that, and all heartfelt. That, but yeah, all the funny fuck me shit Santa, aside, fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa, yeah. All that aside, it is an insanely touching movie. Mm-hmm. I mean. Like that I, fucking it, fat, I, snotty kid who, God damn it, he is... Thurman Merman? Thurman <laughs> Merman. It's the brilliant... What I love is, it's sort of like... Uh, all right, now follow me. It's like Hereditary. Hereditary. Have you seen Hereditary no. with uh, Tony Collette, the, the horror film? It's not a Christmas no. film. Basically, the, her daughter, they cast this, this girl with this, like, disease where she... I mean, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be insensitive to the retards... <laughs> Jesus, dude. You know what I mean. But I, <laughs> you can't say that. I did. But you can't. I, I don't want to be insensitive to you people. You have to say left-wing liberals <laughs> okay. or right-wing conservatives. You can't say the R word. You have to get specific with I'm it. I'm just saying they cast what I love about it, and it's, it's quite good. It's very you know egalitarian. It's very inclusive. But they cast as her daughter... This this young girl who's got like a, a she's got some disease yeah. where her face looks like a bird, you know. I mean, it's just she's yeah. and it's good because in the movie it's a little off putting because she's like, whoa, what's wrong with her? Okay, but then yeah, but what I love about Thurman Merman is they cast basically a fat retarded kid to can't play stop saying a that. fat retarded kid, stop. and he's brilliant, and you love him. Because he's kind of that kid. It's like, I kind of love that kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that your underwear? Yeah. It's like, yeah. What do you say? Like, where's the rest of where's it? The... <laughs> but here's the thing is that that, 
I, so I tried hopeless, watching Bad Santa 2, it. and Bad Santa 2 doesn't work yeah, it because it's work. pathetic. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, it's because he's grown up. He's the grown kids, up, and it, when it, he's 21, it doesn't what work. What makes that mer- wor- movie work? Bad Santa works for three reasons. Number one, Billy Bob Thornton is so over the whole thing. He's such a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, like, from this beginning to end, he is such a complete scummy piece of shit. Even when he's nice, he's still kind of a scummy asshole. And yeah. so it never deviates. He doesn't get his It's a Wonderful Life where all of a sudden he's redeemed. He's a dick from scene one to yeah. scene end. The second is, <laughs> the fucking retard kid Stop is brilliant it. because he is that kid. Yeah. There's no acting to it. And if there is, he's the most brilliant fucking actor I've ever seen. Yeah. And that combination of this pathetic fat ass kid who just does it's just with like a snot on his I'm face just, oh and my underwear God. And the, yeah, with just, with this Billy Bob Thornton who hates the world he hates himself hates he himself, hates everything yeah. and that connect it is one of the most beautiful yeah horrifying like oh god damn it it's like it's like did you see the movie what's the movie with Willem Dafoe that uh set in Florida I have no it idea. Was like, it was like up for an Oscar last year. It was brilliant. Oh, yeah. Um, ah, shit. Show notes. Yeah, yeah, show notes. Um, but what it reminded me is like, these, you know, when I watched that movie, these are like, this is what it's really like. Yeah. You know, they're just stones throw from Disneyland, but these are the real people. And yeah. there's something brilliant and beautiful about the children and dirty and scum. It's like, this is real life. What I love about Bad Santa is it feels as ridiculous as it is mm-hmm. it's real life and the third thing that makes it work is they get a midget and I know I'm not supposed to say that either but he's brilliant yeah that actor is brilliant yeah the actor I can't think of his name I right can't now. either show notes you know Bernie Mac is in it John um, Ritter John just, Ritter is so funny oh in that God. movie and and by the way I just want to point out yes I will recognize it is not cool to use the word retard. However, I will say, in in having a conversation about bad Santa, I'd feel bad not using that word. It's bad Santa. It is yeah. like one of the it least is, yes. PC movies yeah. ever. If you're going to have a discussion of it, you got to go all the way. True. Or you're okay. cheating the experience of bad Santa. But it's so... I don't use that word for any other situation. But that kid... In context, okay. It's in context. It's that movie. As, yeah, as go you're channeling it. the character. Yes. As you're channeling Billy Bell's no. character. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I get not choked up, but misty in that Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life way. Yeah. Several times during Bad Santa. It's Right? I mean, even in the... At the beginning when he... When he fucks up the advent calendar and, oh, then, and then patches it up. Aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> When the kid makes him the the, the, the wooden pickle, yeah, the wooden pickle, and then pickle. he doesn't want to fuck the sa- good night, Mrs. Santa's sister. Or whatever. Yeah, oh my god! But the, when he oh, a- after so they do the, the opening scene, where they you know, and he spends the yeah. year and he blows all his money. Yeah. And he's, he's behind the bar. He goes, "Hey, get out from behind there!" I told him that a thousand <laughs> times. But he wakes up and it's Christmas time again. Yeah. And he just loses his shit in his hotel room. And he's throwing. The yeah. Him, yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. And he hates himself so, so much. much. Yeah. And you're just you're hurting for him. Yeah. It's such it's a good brilliant. movie. It's a it's such a better movie than most people think it is. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. What is. So, what's your least favorite Christmas movie? Oh shit! That's a good question. 
Because I can tell you mine. Like anything Hallmark. What's your what's your least favorite Christmas movie? <laughs> Hallmark is in its own. Yeah, I mean, I, anything in Hallmark makes me just kind of want to gag. But yeah. Love Actually might be my least favorite. Is that a Christmas movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Now, Love Actually has some really funny moments. Like, there are funny, it's very dry Martin British Martin Freeman wit. and the other girl is the, the porn actors yeah. that kind of hook Like, there's up. funny That's things cute. that happen, funny. but yeah. the theme yeah. of it... Um, it does. It's just. It's a lot of fucking. It's. It's Hallmark with a budget. So that thing is. I actually. You know, it's so funny that you say that. Is that that doesn't even that doesn't even come on my radar as a Christmas movie. Really? I. The opening scene is. It, Bill I mean, Nye. I understand that it's set in Christmas, but it's sort of like. Is it I, Bill Nye? Is that? Yeah, scene? Bill Nye. Yeah, yeah, Bill Nye. Oh, he's so good. The Doing the Christmas scene, thing. Yeah, he, yeah. He's singing the song. Yeah. And he fucks it up, and he goes, "Ah, oh, shit, piss, bugger." Yeah. Asked head and hole. Whatever the fuck he says, it just like I could stop the movie there. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen it a thousand times. So you hate it, but it's, but it's you've my, seen it a no, thousand I times. It. I don't I hate think it. I've seen it twice. But it's my maybe. least favorite Christmas movie because it is the most saccharine, and okay. like, oh, stop it! You know, like the scene, the 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 storyline with um, Andrew Lincoln, uh, you know, from yeah, The Walking yeah, Dead now. Yeah. Where he's in love with oh, his best right. he's friend's in it. wife. He's totally in and it. And he yeah. does that sign thing, and then she that's kisses Andrew. him at the end. Is that him? Like, that's him. Yeah. yeah, that is him. It's like, oh fuck you. That is not cool at all, dude. Yeah, it's lame. Kissing your best friend's new wife. Yeah. And telling him, telling her you love, fuck, dude. Fucking. It was Kieran Knightley. Pictures, though. go home, jerk off. Whatever, it was Kieran Knightley though. I mean, I get it. Okay. I'm just... But that's what I'm saying. Go home and jerk off a lot to her. That's okay. fine. Like. You know, but I'm trying to think of what my don't act on that shit. Least dude. favorite Christmas, like a Christmas movie that I really. That's the thing is, if Christmas I don't with like the it, cranks, I, I've never even seen. I've that. never seen it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I can't say it's my least favorite. So it's got to be something that I've seen. Hmm, that is a that's a tough question. What's my least favorite Christmas movie? Because even the bad ones are still are still Christmas. Good. Like that's why I like the Hallmark movies because they're still like. Ah, oh, this you is, know honestly, they all and, have their their points. And this that are, is going to make me points. even more Billy Bob Thornton or uh, or, or Eddie. Um, I think probably my least favorite is uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Okay, um, yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, it's like, the thing is, I think it's a fine movie, and, and and I think the black and white, the original version is better than, like, all the fucking remade versions. The one versions. from 92 or yeah, whatever Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, when I think of It's a Wonderful Life, there's one with Marlo Thomas. Ah, fuck off. Wait, I don't what? Give a shit. You didn't know that Marlo Thomas later made a color version of It's a Wonderful Life, but as a woman? Okay, pause. We need to do a, a recall here, because we talked last week about the things we fear that we could get over. Yeah. Like, we, things yeah, we he, wouldn't be afraid of anymore. Yeah. I do have a fear... Because I can't control it, that it's a wonderful life would be remade with like Jason Biggs as the George Bailey character. It's been made with, remade with Marlo Thomas. I didn't know that. Yeah. Ew. Oh, it's terrible. Glad I don't know about. Oh, it. I have awful. to watch it now. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Like, there's just some things you shouldn't fuck with. I agree. Leave it alone. Miracle I agree. on Thirty Fourth. I think Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I just is the, kind of boring. It, well, it, that's like, the thing. That's why I think it's my. It's not like it offends me. Not because me. it's an old when movie. When I say it's a least favorite, it's not that I that I find it offensive or it makes me angry. I've got it's one. just kind of like who gives a shit? It's about a guy that says he's Santa Claus and he, they they put him on trial because he's they say he's crazy and he turns out he's Santa Claus. It's, it's like, and it's I don't a flawed a movie shit. because we know how fucked up the justice system well, I mean, actually I just don't is care. in America. The thing about yeah. it is, I just don't care. Yeah. It's all about commerce. Money in the Macy's Saint right. Nicholas it's a commercial. It's bullshit. It's, yeah. it's like ah, it's a commercial. I don't give a shit. Um, I think that so we watched this last week or two weeks ago, whatever it's 
and I don't know, whatever. We put up our Christmas decorations, and we had Christmas movies running yeah. all day, and we put on White Christmas. Bing Crosby. 1954, Bing Crosby, Bob Danny Hope. Kay. Nope. No, 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 Stanny yeah. Kay, you're right. Danny you're right. Kay, yeah. uh, Rosemary Clooney. Okay. Um, and this is not the movie that made the song White Christmas famous. No, it's not. That movie was Holiday Inn with Bing Crosby That's and Fred Astaire. That is correct. They just redid it. That was 1942. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 1954's White Christmas. So I'm watching it. I didn't realize because I did like that movie before, but I'm watching it going, I can't take this. And I, I think it's because of just where we are as a culture now. Yeah. Because there's a lot of military rah in America. Yeah, it was 42. That's right, yeah, yeah. And, and it just doesn't set right. And it's it's kind of a repurposing of Holiday Inn. Okay. Like the, the, you know, they put on a show at an inn and yeah, all this other yeah. shit. Uh, but the other thing that weirds me out is that Bing Crosby, at the time that it filmed, was like 51 years old. Okay. Rosemary Clooney, who's his love interest, mm-hmm. was 26. Okay, that's not... It's a little creepy, and he calls them kids. Like there is clearly an age difference, and I know that things were different in the fifties, mm-hmm. but the movie just does not set right. Have you me. met Have you met Peter Sagal's wife? No. Is she a lot younger than he is? <coughs> well, <coughs> <laughs> let me put it this. Let me put it to you this way. I think he just did. Uh, let me put it to you this way. Uh, Peter, uh, when he got his divorce, started dating almost every woman that I would bring to the show as a date of sure. my own. So he was dating everybody I brought. Was he stealing your chicks? Yeah. Motherfucker. And we're Eskimo brothers. Peter Sagal and I are definitely multiple times Eskimo brothers. We have definitely dipped it in the same poon. However, he calls me up and he goes, and we had a conversation. He and I had to have a conversation about it because like every woman I would bring to the show as a date, suddenly they're dating him. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so I you know, had a conversation with him. I was like, all right. And so he calls me and he says, uh, and I, 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 let me preface this with, they are married and they're ridiculously happy and they're really good for each other and they're a lovely couple. So I don't really have any issue. I just think in terms of the age thing, you made the comment, he's 51. Bob, what is it? Bob Hope is 51? Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby is 50. Same, same honky, yeah. different 50, gig. 51 yeah. and 26. All right. So... Sagal says, I think I finally am dating someone that you haven't met. And I said, you mean slept with? And he went, that's what I meant. Yeah. And we laughed. And uh, <laughs> he said, but I think you might know her mother. Jesus Christ. And I said, yeah, who's, what, what's her mother? And he said, Leslie Filler. I said, so you're dating Mara? And he goes, yeah. So you know who she is? I said, well, I have met her. And Leslie Filler was someone that when I first came to Chicago, I, she was an English teacher, a reading teacher, while I was teaching music. Uh-huh. I said, I have, uh, I have met Mara, but I met her when she was eight years old. God. I met her when she was in third grade. Oh, God. And, uh, you know. How old is Sagal? He's my age. Okay. I met her when she was eight. Yeah, He's no, married I, to I her. get it. So, but the thing about it is, you get the, oh, that's creepy. I don't think that's creepy. If it works, it works. True. And and the thing is, what I can say is, all of that aside, is like, oh, now I'm telling stories out of school about Peter Segal. But the fact is, she's lovely and wonderful. Yeah. He loves her unconditionally. I mean, he loves it. They are a great, like a spectacular couple. Yeah. 
And uh, it's one of those things where he's got money and he's got, you know, uh, NPR fame. There's part of me that doesn't want him to have any good stuff at all because yeah. he's already got that. But he's got this. And Mara yeah. is a really good, they're a really excellent couple. I really find great uh, joy in his joy with his wife and their, their so. Yeah, and I and that's, like, yeah. And that's you not me just love and it works, it works. I really, I really find it lovely. I mean, again, Dana's I think, 14 years younger than me. Yeah, and Katie's eight years younger than me. I mean, there you yeah, go. So, yeah, you know. But again, the, give being a, a break. It, it's just that in the 1950s, the the patriarchy and the, the Bing, Bing's character is very. Did you just say the patriarchy? Yeah. You are so brainwashed. Because now. it no, because it exists in that movie. Like there is the the. The general and the men went and did this. You know, it's just very 1950s. Yeah. It just, it weirded me out. And it never weirded me out until I watched it this Christmas. So, yeah, I don't know. This... Is Santa Claus a version of the patriarchy? No. He's a dude. Yeah, His wife bakes dude. fucking cookies. The he patriarchy. Controls a bunch of, he controls a bunch of fucking Chinese immigrants. They're not Jesus. They're not. They're Chinese elves. They're immigrants. they're basically stand-ins. Because he subjugates short... animals to his. Uh, the, yeah, they subjugates animals to his. Uh, no, because they work in a sweatshop. Because um, they're sure they work in a sweatshop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he subjugates. The he yeah. subjugates animals to his service servitude. Well, we all do that. Patriarchy. Santa is a patriarch. No, no, Santa's not a patriarch. Santa is. No, come on. I I don't know what Santa is because he's he is beyond and above that kind of shit. He's beyond that. Mrs. Claus. He, he sits in malls and has small children sit on his lap. I'm sure that that. Hang on a second, homie, because Santas <laughs> don't sit. Santa don't sit in malls no more because there ain't no more malls. Well, that's also fair. We're trying to find a Santa that we can go I get know. Harry's picture. Yeah, take him. Yeah. There's no fucking Santa. It's like fucking pulling teeth trying to find. Okay. A Santa to sit on. I will dress up in red. Um, I've, my beard's got enough white in it that I think it'll work. Um, and Harry can come take a picture with me. Yeah, worst case scenario, that's that's what we'll have to do. Because I got news for you, buddy. We have fucked up Christmas for this kid so far. Oh, yeah? How and so? The, and the holidays in general. How so? I can say this because I know my parents aren't listening. <laughs> we missed the first night of Hanukkah. Now... We know my feelings on Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was two, three yeah. episodes ago. Yeah, we spent a good seven hours. It felt yeah, like talking, yeah, about, yeah. My talking about that disdain for Hanukkah. But I still do, and we're not Jewish, but we light the candles because it's a thing and it's kind of pretty. And okay, fine. Um, but you missed it. We forgot to do it the first night. It's because you're married to a goy. It's just because I freaking forgot, <laughs> dude. I just totally forgot. We missed it the second. I just night. really loved saying that. No, that's fine. I've never said that phrase. You can't ever say in my the life. G word. That's offensive. I've never said that word in my life, and I I enjoyed saying it because it's a fun word. It is a fun word. It's like it's like talking like Jerry Lewis. Why the oh, guy? Are you married yeah. a guy? Guy, guy. So I missed. We missed the first night. And I told Katie at like eleven o'clock. I went. Oh shit! We didn't light the candles tonight. We didn't get like Harry's picture. He didn't have. Now, first of all, Harry doesn't give a shit about anything happening to him right now because he's not going to remember any of it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he's still surprised he shits poop. Right. What the hell just came out of me? Yeah. 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 So Katie goes, first of all, David, calm down. He doesn't care. You don't really care. I don't care. If your parents care, 
which they don't really. Even though my dad sent a text saying Happy Hanukkah, it's yeah, yeah. first Hanukkah. We can stage it. Yeah. I went, oh, you're right. So we're going to stage a first sign of Hanukkah picture and send it to my dad. Can I be the minch on the bench? <sighs> I, I'll get the curlies. I'll sit in again. the background and go, hey. We can't. Hey. Goy. Goy. Is he circumcised? I love the children. If you don't believe me, smell my finger. All right. What the hell are we talking about? I don't even know. We went off and... Uh, oh, Santa Patriarchy. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, I... No. Because I think Mrs. Claus likes her position. She chooses her position. So what? how do you know? You can't speak for a woman. You're right. You're right. I cannot answer this question. We need to ask Mrs. Claus what she thinks. Yeah. And maybe... You know, see, the Santa's is, beating her down this hard. Is the thing about it is, I wanna, out of I'm the not going to ask Mrs. Claus because she's a woman and I don't care. Yeah, what is, her, right, no, what is her opinion, Matt? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's the same as the the burning Jew joke, which that's uh, just probably not that. Yeah, very we should successful. revisit that. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 you know, I'm sure, <laughs> sure we're getting in trouble for that. I'm sure. Um, all right, so it's I, I can't think of anything else. Christmas. What else you want to talk about Christmas? Because I, I, you know, well, we can talk. Katie and I got into this discussion about. Wrapping gifts from Santa. Oh, that's we're right. We're talking that's about right. giving gifts to, for Harry, and <coughs> you know, it's an interesting situation. Again, this is his first Christmas. Yeah, yeah. He's he'll be nine months he old. He will not remember it. He's not going to remember it. But we'll have you pictures will. and video, and that matters. I have pictures and video from when I was a little kid. Sure. And I don't remember those Christmases at all. Yeah. But those videos and that those pictures are really nice. Well, to Well, they see. have proof that you existed then. Yeah, and, and it's there was fun shit that and, was given to you. You yeah. got prizes, sure. And there, and actually, I mean, the videos are really nice because there's. I got this red car, uh, Power Wheels. Remember Power Wheels? I do. Um, it was a red. The it was a, a Volkswagen Rabbit, mm-hmm. and it was a red convertible, which my dad had a. So you had Power a, Wheels. A I had a Hot Wheel, or no, I had a Big Wheel. Big Wheel. I had Big Wheels too. I had a Big Wheel. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was a gift from my grandparents, and in this video, my grandfather, who's now dead, he's mm-hmm. teaching me how to drive it, and That's I'm like this idiot three year old who's like can't. And then I discover the horn on the car, and I won't stop the horn. And they're like, that's enough, Dave. You know, it's just yeah. this cute thing. And also, it's funny because my grandfather's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth in our so house. So you are Clark, which, like, you're, you're Clark Griswold sitting up in Christmas the attic 59. watching the fucking Christmas yeah. 59. Yeah. 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 Uh, which was so, the basis of the... Right, the John Hughes story yeah. that yeah. he wrote for National Lampoons. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're just trying to figure out how to present it to Harry because he, even though he won't remember it actively... Mm. He's still going to experience it in the now. Sure. So we start talking about how we're going to deliver the presents because on Christmas morning we'll be down in Katie's at Katie's parents' house. And does Santa then come? Yeah. And like we'll figure that shit yeah, what out the, later. What, you what's know. the mythology you're going to spin? Because once right. you once you cement it, you got to stick with it. Yeah. And we haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. Like, do we open presents beforehand? I don't want Santa coming early because that doesn't work. Just ask Mrs. Claus. There you go. Uh, but so anyway, the discussion ended up being about whether presents are wrapped because we got Harry this motorcycle. It's like a rocking horse, but it's a motorcycle on a. Harry doesn't listen to the podcast, right? No. Okay, good. I should actually start doing that. Yeah. That should be his bedtime music. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. But not this fuck episode. Not this episode because we don't want to fuck no, up. No, we don't his, wanna, yeah, yeah, we don't want to fuck up his uh, prize. His um, surprise. That Santa's not real. That's not. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. Well, he is. He's because it's a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Fair enough. Whatever. Um, 
so Katie was saying, where should what should we do with it? I go, well, we'll wrap it and put it under the tree. She goes, you, you can't do that. Santa doesn't wrap presents. I go, Santa sure as fuck wraps presents. Santa wrapped all my presents. And so she, we're watching Elf at the time, and there's that scene at the beginning of Elf where the baby buddy, the baby yeah. goes crawling into Santa's bag, and there's the teddy bear that he's crawling for. It's not no, wrapped. It's not wrapped. I was like, oh. And then she starts showing me all these other, like, golden books, you know, mm. presents from Santa aren't wrapped. And I just, I was like, well, maybe that's because they're just showing you that Santa has toys, but Santa wraps presents. So it became this debate. Never wrapped presents at our house. Was there a moment where you looked at it and went, Goy! No, but I wish I had. Okay, because that would have solved the problem. But it wouldn't have worked, because what does a Jew know? That's true. You know? That's true. So she gets on the phone, she's like, I'm calling my mother. <laughs> so she calls her mom. I love that it got so elevated oh, yeah. that you went to that, yeah. So she calls her mom, and her mom goes, no, Santa never wrapped presents. They were just there. They were like the big present. Yeah, it was, the, wanted, yeah, it was you know. a super big present that you get in the morning. And my mom was home with us that day, because while we're setting up the Christmas tree, we brought mom in to wrangle the kid, mm-hmm. so we could get shit done, you know? Yeah. And we brought my mom in, and she goes, oh, yeah, Santa wrapped the presents for us, but he didn't wrap them when I was a kid, which totally blew my like, argument out of the water. Fuck? Yeah, exactly. It's like, so I'm like why? Mom, why? Why'd you She's fuck like, with me, Mom? I don't know. I just wrapped them. And I think the reason that she wrapped them was because she just bottled this shit and got in a wrapping bender and was like, fuck it, wrap it all. And then it's like, I don't know, this one's from Santa. That's some of the sauce that just started you know, wrapping yeah. whatever. That's why every once in a while you just find the cat. But it, yeah. and, and cat food <laughs> with the, yeah. 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 But it's also how I found out that Santa wasn't real. Because when I was about six or seven, I just started putting the pieces together. Interesting that Santa's wrapping paper is the same wrapping paper that is from the gifts from my parents. And my mother's maiden name is Sparrow. So when she signs her name, it's Jane S. Sparrow. Mm -hmm. Or Jane S. Himmel. And Santa's S looks a lot like my mom's S. Holy fuck, my mother is Santa Claus. Did you pretend like you didn't know, though? I don't remember. What I do know is that I didn't rat it out. Like, I didn't blow the whistle to my brothers. Yeah, because you didn't want to not keep getting the surprises. Because you might have fucked it up. I didn't want to ruin it for my brothers. I knew I was an You are George presence. Bailey. Look at oh. you with your fucking. So, yeah, maybe I'm not Dennis Leary from The Ref. Because I would have just blown that, like, fuck it, Santa's not real, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Quick throwback to The Ref. Yeah. That movie was made in 94, which uh-huh. is shortly after No Cure for Cancer yep. came out. It's very much a Dennis Leary vehicle. Oh, it's my favorite. Because he, he even does when he's like, you're liars. You're both liars. Yeah. Capital L-I-A-R, liar. That's, yep. a, that's, that's his whole NyQuil that's bit. his whole NyQuil bit. Okay, yeah. okay. Like, he's doing the... Yeah. I love anyway, Dennis Leary yeah. in that movie. Oh, God, I love that so, movie. So, yeah, so I guess we're not... And I I conceded to Katie. I'm like, fuck it. Santa doesn't wrap gifts. My, my grandparents never did it with mom. Your parents don't do it. Fuck it. I don't care enough. As long as the kid enjoys Christmas, which he will... He fucking better because he's not getting a Hanukkah, clearly. He's not gonna, yeah, he's not getting any fucking Hanukkah. He's not going to remember it anyway. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. All right, my first thing, I'm going to try and keep these holiday themed. I, and me too. Uh, I, I don't think we ask for much, you and I. No, I don't think so. Uh, but we're going to make this ask, which we have asked before, but because it's the holidays, because it's Christmas, if you could... Write a review for us. That'd be awesome. Write a review on the podcast. And you know what? Fuck it. While you're at it, write a review on Don's books. Write a review on mine on Amazon. That would be really helpful. That that We'd would be love that. great if you could do that. Thank you. All right. Very good. My first is obvious. Uh, watch The Ref. 
Yeah. You've heard about it. If you haven't watched it, fucking rent it. Whatever you're going to do, watch The Ref. It's my favorite Christmas movie. It's, and it's, it's December 23rd, so it's fucking time to watch. Picture me as Kevin Spacey, but not molesting young not boys. Not molesting. Well, he doesn't. Or not molesting, but forcing himself on young Yeah, men yeah, but ish. he didn't do that in that movie. He was playing he a character. He may have he done it off playing, scene. Yeah, he off was playing camera. a character in the movie. Separate subjects, separate things. You cannot separate the yeah, art from the art. Yeah, all right, all right. All right, so yeah, <laughs> watch The Ref. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's great. Um, oh, fuck. My next thing was a listen. And it was listen. You mentioned this a couple weeks ago. Fuck, I'm going to say it. Uh, listen to, to season three of Serial. It's a podcast. Yes, it's so good. It's so infuriating, though. Yeah, but it's good. It's not holiday-themed, unless you want the gift of honesty. There you go. Wrapped it by Santa. All right. <laughs> uh, my second is a listen. I recorded in 1961. The Ramsey Lewis Trio, The Sound of Christmas. Okay. Now, if you don't like jazz, fuck you. And if you don't like Ramsey Lewis, fuck you twice. Ramsey Lewis Trio is good jazz. That's fucking some of the best jazz you're going to think. Yeah. Is Sounds of Christmas. Palpable jazz. Um, is brilliant. <laughs> Great. It's just brilliant. And, and, it, and just put it on. Get some eggnog. You know, I'll come over and break your uh, little uh, wooden wooden thingy. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's good. It's okay. good. My last thing to do is remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh so sardonically. I'm just going to let that one lie there. All right, there you go. You let it lie there. And what I'm going to say is I'm my third thing is a read. And I read this as opposed to the night before Christmas. I read this uh, somewhere along the line in the, you know, like Christmas traditions. My mom decided that I had to read this every Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so every Christmas Eve before we go to bed, and you got to understand, my mom buys us all matching pajamas. You know yeah. my reindeer pajamas that uh-huh. I have? Those are probably Everybody has matching pajamas. Take the picture. Um, go to church with mom because she likes to go to church. And then I read O. Henry's The Gift of the Magi. Okay. And I read it to everybody. And I highly recommend on this December 23rd, you read O. Henry's The Gift of the Magi. You can find it online. Um, I just think it's the best Christmas story ever written. Hands down, it's the best Christmas story. I've never read it. I Then you okay. should read it because it is... The thing is, you I mean, everybody knows sort of like, oh, he buys a combs for her hair and she sells her hair to buy the watch fob. That's, I mean, yeah, that's the gist of it. It's a beautiful little story and uh, very simple. Um, most of it's all told from her perspective, which makes it very feminist in its own way, mm-hmm. but it's quite lovely. And uh, it's about the spirit of giving. And I really like it. Okay. It's my favorite it's my favorite Christmas story and I read it every year, so I highly recommend everybody read The Gift of the Magi. There you go. There you go. That's the show. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Don, Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. No, fuck Hanukkah's over. Okay. With. Stop it. All right, there you go. Yeah. Merry they Christmas got eight to you. days. They don't get three days before Christmas <laughs> too. Jesus Christ. Right. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. And uh rock and roll. Let's uh and the next one up will be what the fuck are we gonna do for the new year? Well, I guess we're moving to Las Vegas. Well, I'm moving to Las Vegas, but we got to talk about... I'm not about saying... 2019 look, is a big year. I haven't decided I'm not coming with you yet. I would love it if you did. We've got a big duffel bag. 
You're a skinny guy. <laughs> I can fit in right the most. In I can fit in the most luggage. Boom, we can get you there. But 2019 is going to be a big year. I hope so. It's going to be a big campaign year. Oh fuck me, running. This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com/podcasts. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Locomotive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. 